Imagine a world where you can work less and focus on what brings you joy in life. A world where burnout is a thing of the past. Well, our friends over at Uncut Gems have the perfect video editing solution for you. Say goodbye to time-consuming, creatively draining, sleepless editing nights, and hello to cost-effective peace of mind. With Uncut Gems, your videos aren't just outsourced, they're elevated. Through their easy-to-use video editing service, you can save money without compromising quality and receive the most important treasure of all, your time. And right now they are offering all of our listeners 75% off on your first order. So head over to uncutgems.com and use code wayward75 at checkout so that you can kick that backlog in the face and get back to being excited about your business. Welcome back to the Films We Make podcast. This week, I'm diving into six things that I wish I knew when I first started my wedding video business, just ways that I could have really fast-tracked my success, ways that I could have just silenced all the noise in the industry, all the self-doubt, all the, all the fear, all the just negativity, just so many things that I wish I did know early on so that I could be in a better place in my business, financially, creatively, all of those things and more is in store for this episode. So without further ado, let's jump right in. The first thing I remember about filming my first wedding was how freaking nervous I was ruminating over my worst fears of missing a moment, capturing it poorly. What if an SD card fails? What if my camera fails? What if the couple absolutely hates everything that I make for them? Pretty much all of the noise that ultimately doesn't do anything constructive or benefit you in any way as you're navigating this new creative frontier. So today I wanna talk about the six things that I wish I knew so that you can silence the noise so that you can really fast track your success in the wedding industry and how you can just be so much better off in your first year. Number one is it's not the camera, it's you. When I first started, I would watch so many other filmmakers and wonder, man, what camera do they have? I bet if I had that camera, then I would be so much better. And honestly, that is so painfully untrue. I went through at least five cameras in my first year, and that's not an over-exaggeration because I thought it was the camera and it wasn't me. How could it be me? It's gotta be the camera that's just producing these bad films. But reality struck, I had to humble myself and realize that no, it's not the camera, it's me. I just didn't know how to properly use this thing. I went from the Canon T2i to the 60D, to the 6D, to the 7D, to the 5D Mark III, until finally I realized I have to stop spending money. I have to stop over-investing in gear because gear isn't the solution. It's actually just creating more of a problem. I really needed to understand how this camera worked, how it ticked, knowing it backwards and forwards, up, down, left, right, how to quick draw and capture a moment effortlessly and with no hesitation and with perfect exposure. Basically, I had to become the Clint Eastwood of wedding filmmaking. So if you're just starting out, learn your camera and practice the fundamentals first. That means understanding how to properly expose, knowing all the different exposure tools, 
ISO, shutter speed, aperture, exposure compensation meter, histograms, zebras, a lot of things go into filmmaking. And so it's going to be really beneficial for you to understand those things. Picture profiles. Should you shoot in Rec. 709 versus Log? Auto white balance versus custom white balance. I'll go ahead and say custom white balance. So it's just going to be really helpful for you to just take the time to practice these fundamentals first so that you don't add any unwanted stress on the wedding day. Number two is wedding advertisement or wedding pages. The knot, wedding wire, are wedding pages really worth it, especially in 2023? And the answer is it really just depends. And I know that's kind of a frustrating answer, but it's honestly true. Because when I first got going with my wedding business and utilizing the wedding pages, I booked the wedding wire, I booked the knot, I did it all. And honestly, in 2016, it was a different time. Social media wasn't as prominent as it is today. I mean, it was still relevant, but it wasn't as expansive as it is. And the wedding pages did help me land a lot of bookings because I was just building my brand. I was getting started. I was building that portfolio. And also it's very important to note that I was also low budget. I was filming weddings at like $1,200 to $1,800, barely passing by the 2000 on a few weddings, but very rarely did that happen. So I feel like the wedding pages do cater more towards the budget conscious couples But if you're just getting started, that could be beneficial in order for you to build your brand. So that's where the yes and no, it just depends, kind of falls into place. The next is mentorships, and these are going to be key for growing your business. I filmed my first wedding in 2012, and it wasn't until 2016 when I actually booked my first mentorship. And honestly, I kicked myself because of it, because what ended up happening after that mentorship was my business grew. My business kind of skyrocketed. It was kind of like an success overnight kind of situation because through this mentorship, I was able to a raise my pricing. I was, I had confidence in myself and in my business. I was able to communicate effectively and with empathy and understanding, which are things that I just didn't know about when it came to trying to sell my services to other couples. So there were so many areas that I just needed help. I needed guidance and that mentorship really propelled me into the next level of my business. It definitely was the catalyst for my growth and helped me so much when I first got going inside the business side. And if you've ever wondered how people kind of grow so fast in this business, it's because they have someone that's helping them, uh, that's guiding them, that's steering the ship, so to speak, on different areas of business and really just helping them navigate the untamed waters of entrepreneurship, especially for the first time. So really the key here is to just invest in yourself and be curious about every facet of the filmmaking process. Number four is the importance of vendor relationships. Now, the wedding film industry, ironically, is pretty isolated. It's a very isolated industry. Most of the communications we have is with our couples, and then on the wedding day, we have communications with other vendors. And when you're in the thick of it on a wedding day, we often forget to serve anyone other than the couple. We're thinking about the portrait session. We're thinking about our camera settings, lighting, audio, framing. Is the couple having a good time? Am I doing a good enough job? 
And so often we forget that it's so equally important to also serve other vendors on the wedding day. The planner, the DJ, the photographer, the florist, anybody that's a part of this day, we want to serve them and help them in any way that we can so that we can build a positive experience for everyone. We have such a powerful opportunity as videographers to capture so much on the wedding day and utilize those clips for other vendors to help them in their business, to have some portfolio pieces for their socials, ways that we can really just add value to other people on the wedding day versus just serving the couple is going to help you so much and really fast track your success and build your referral network. So by serving other vendors and giving them a positive experience, you are going to be able to build a very extensive referral list in your business and create that word of mouth marketing that I talk about all so much because that's honestly how I book a majority of my weddings. It's not through the wedding pages anymore. It's not through any kind of advertisement. It's all through referrals and word of mouth marketing. And this is really key. And this is one step and one piece of the puzzle to really help you in your business and book more weddings. It's all about collaboration and fostering that collaborative spirit on the wedding day so that you can find success in your business and that you can build relationships in this industry and make it not so lonely. Because let's face it, if you're doing this by yourself, you're not a husband and wife team. Heck, even if you're a husband and wife team, I feel like it can still get pretty lonely because it's just you two. So relationships are super important, not just for the success and growth of your business, but just for your mental health as well. We need friends. Everyone needs friends. We should be making friends in everything we do. Which leads me into number five, which is it's not about you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. There is absolutely no room for ego in this industry. And ultimately, the only person you end up hurting yourself when you do have an ego is yourself. We have to learn to let things go on the wedding day. And I know that's easier said than done because God knows that I've struggled with this through the years. If you're dealing with a photographer who, despite all of your effort to play nice and build a relationship with, only values themselves, then all you can do is let it go, move on, keep navigating the day in the best way you can, keep serving the couple in the best way you can, because most time it's nothing that you've done, it's other people that have really ruined it and just in ruined the whole ideals of videographer at a wedding or any kind of creative for that matter. There's always one bad egg that ruins it for that one person and there's nothing you can do to change that. So it's just best to just keep, you know, the kindness alive on the wedding day. Keep, you know, killing them with kindness and treating them as best you can. Just move on and just keep it going. This goes for other bad actors on the wedding day because you will inevitably run into other vendors who just are having a bad day, who are having a bad year, who have just worked with so many vendors that just really ruin the whole entire experience of weddings for them. And really, no matter what you do, there's nothing you can do to change that. And ultimately, the best way and the best approach to that is just to be kind, be generous, to do everything in your power to still serve them and provide them with a good experience. So maybe you can change their mind down the road. You can just, you know, provide just a support in that way um, of just trying to change the narrative. But ultimately, just keep moving on. Don't let ego override critical thinking. 
because I know when you're just in the heat of it and you're trying to capture certain moments and it's, you just, things just don't go the way you want them to because of creative indifferences or because of ego. And it can just cause a lot of anger and frustration. And I get it. I've been there so many times. I've just had to learn to let things go. And that's honestly the best approach. It's going to make you a lot happier. It's going to make your couples a lot happier. The wedding day as a whole is going to go by a whole lot smoother, smoothly. You know what I'm trying to say. You just want to let things go and don't let ego cloud your judgment and don't let frustrations of someone else just ruin the experience for your couples. You still want to provide that amazing experience regardless of how someone else is acting on the wedding day. And the last is my personal favorite, and that is story over everything. When it comes to wedding filmmaking, yes, we love the cinematic eye candy. We love the 120 frames per second veil shots, all of the slow motion. It's sexy. We get it. We love it. The epic drone shots, the hype films. But, and this is a big but, and I cannot lie, when you seek to impress with vanity shots, oftentimes you lose the most important part of what a wedding film should do, and that's leave a lasting impact. Now, that's not to say that you're not going to impress your couple. That's not to say that you're not going to inspire some other filmmakers. But we should really get to the heart of what a wedding film even means. Because every couple has a story. The journey to how they got here didn't just happen overnight. There were so many ebbs and flows, obstacles, challenges, conflict. And if you want to create films that are generational and that inspire and leave emotional impact then story is everything. I think too often we seek the attention from our peers instead of really focusing on creating a story that is genuine. You know, we can often get lost in the trends and the desire to go viral that we forget the very foundation of what a wedding even means, what it is and what it's going to mean to our couples 10, 20 years from now. And I honestly, I cringe when I look back at my wedding films from like 10 years ago, because I just look at what I was creating and all the different transitions, the color. Oh my God, the color is so bad. It's so bad. And you just, when you look back on your work, I mean, yes, there are going to be ways in which you've improved. You're going to see growth. You're going to see improvement in your work and your craft. But I think if we can look back on our films and we still feel just that emotion, if we still just know that this film really is a timeless, bespoke film that is going to withstand the test of time, we can be a little bit more, we can give ourselves a little bit more grace, a little bit more mercy, and not be so hard on ourselves. And this is just coming from me and my experience of looking back at past wedding films and wondering what in the hell was I even thinking here. Why did I add this transition? Why did I rack focus every single frame? I mean, we'll watch one of my wedding films eventually on this channel and you'll see what I'm talking about because every single frame was like a rack focus. It was like a transition. I don't know what I was thinking. It's my first wedding film. Give me a break. But I think if we can just get to really the heart of a wedding film, if we can just focus on story, we can focus on our couple's hearts and we can create films that are truly timeless, that are truly bespoke, I think the wedding film industry, the wedding film blueprint, it will be so much better off than just focusing on the trends or focusing on how can I go viral this week? Did this wedding have an emotional moment? Can I 
Matt, can I capitalize on this moment? Can I somehow put this on Instagram and become an Instagram sensation or YouTube sensation? And I think we just get lost in that mindset and perspective that we just miss just really the importance of what we do. And, you know, that is creating films that matter, creating stories that are about people that are real people and not, it's not about us. It's not about the accolades on social media. It's about families. It's about connection. And we just got to get to the heart of that. And I think if we can focus and put our attention into that mindset, then our films are going to be so much better. We're going to be creating films that have intention behind it, that have purpose and that have meaning. And I think ultimately that's so much more important than how can I go viral this week? What can I put on social media that could impress my peers in this industry? And what can I do differently in my filmmaking process that might be, you know, really helpful to my couples? Or how can I just maximize this emotional moment in this story instead of, oh, how can this help me get more views on my channel? I'm guilty of it. I know all of us just, we can get lost in that mindset because, you know, it's a dopamine rush. It's just the the burdens of social media. So I think just getting to the heart of what we do and focusing on story, because story really is everything. And at the end of the day, it's about serving your couples. It's about building and nurturing relationships and having fun with the filmmaking process. But that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for coming to another TED Talk with me. I appreciate you. If you found this video helpful and valuable in some way, it would mean so much if you consider liking and subscribing. Leave me a comment and let me know if any of these tips helped you in any way, what you're struggling with this year, if you're just starting weddings. Either way, I'd love to hear from you guys. And until next time, keep creating and telling beautiful stories. Peace.